ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday. It is episode 101. Thank you all for being here. 101 episodes in. And just like Shane and Shane, who are the artists who sang that song, Shane and Shane, two Shanes, we're constantly fighting battles that God's already won. You know, I hear a lot of people say, well, God wins in the end. We know how the story ends. God wins. But God already won. There isn't a God wins. There isn't a future in which he comes back and wins. He's already won. He won with sending his only begotten son to take the sin and the iniquities of the world on himself who willingly gave up his sinless life on the cross and at that moment God won there isn't God wins so if he's already won then why are we fighting a battle and I think that's a great message In that song, we're fighting a battle that God's already won. He's we. There's no sense in fighting. Not to not to be confused with no sense in standing up here to earthly and worldly problems and evil and issues. But the five thousand foot overview of the battle, not uh, the, the the entire war, and not just individual little battles. The war has been won. Battles. Earthly battles still need to be fought, but in the end, we already are, we're already saved, so we know where we're going. Everything here is just cherry on top. Everything that we do here is just furthering the kingdom of heaven to more people, but the battle of good and evil in the spiritual realm, God's already won, and he's giving us the strength and the courage and the wisdom to take that spiritual battle that he's already won and to put that into play in our fleshly battles that we have every day here on earth. And maybe, just maybe, just maybe, we can get enough people saved as possible. Because the last thing that we want to see is people, you know, coming for Jesus on Judgment Day and him say, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you, right? We talked about that earlier this week. We have eight. We have almost 900 people watching. Every morning before we start, we have in between four and 500 people waiting. Now, how many of you go to a small to a medium-sized church? I know this. We have never had 500 people in our church, let alone 1,000 people that we're closing in on. We've never had 500 people in my church. It's not big enough. I couldn't even imagine being a pastor of a church, small, medium size, and walk and and get to church that day, and there's people lining up outside the church, cars lining up the street, people waiting to get in but won't get in. Do you know when you go to a Trump rally and there's overflow crowd? And in the overflow crowd, there is usually a large screen or TV or monitor 
or, pro- or projection or something that shows you the speech inside, once we can get our churches to be lining up like that, four, five, six, ten blocks deep, with a screen outside that is showing the pastor, showing the worship team, that is when we turn the churches around. Let's do that. How do we do that? Well, you drum up excitement. How do you drum up excitement? You speak. What do you speak? The words of the Bible. How do you do it? Through courage. Publicly. Loudly. Megaphone. Speaking the word of Jesus. Speaking the gospels. Back into existence in this country. That's how we do it. And there's a thousand of us in here. Now, I know a thousand compared to, you know, 370 million people or whatever it is that's in this country right now is not a lot. But I'm going to go back to the Bible and say, if one person has faith, even the size of a mustard seed, he can say to that mountain, move and that mountain will obey. I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen, we got this. Let's start seeing some overflows at small and medium churches. Let's start seeing that same excitement that people have when they go to their favorite artist music concert or when people go see a Trump rally or when people go and see movies lining up out the door to see the new Star Wars movies. Can we line up out the door to hear the word of God? Amen. Let me get an amen in the comment section. And if you're smiling right now from ear to ear thinking about the possibility of that happening, make sure you rumble and share this gospel. As it is, folks, we are here to spread the gospel, not gossip. Amen? I see Robbie and Cindy and CQ and Angel Fit and Crafty Peddler and Mustache and R. Milius and Maga Mom and Wayne and Shelly Rose. Oh, by the way, N. Hurler, the one I am, has a wheelchair for you. We've got both your emails. I think we've sent out, Eli, did we send out an email this, this morning? Okay, we need to know, and we're going to send out an email here this morning. Do you need a regular wheelchair for travel, or do you need a travel wheelchair that is electric and uh, has, it gives you assistance? Because if you just need a regular wheelchair to fold up for travel, then the one I am has a wheelchair, and we will pay for the money that was donated for the Slurp Fund to ship it to you immediately if that's what we need to do. But all we need to know is, do you need a regular wheelchair for travel or do you need a special traveling wheelchair? That is what we don't know. That is what we don't know. So just please let us know. Jeremy, I wish it could be like the 70s. Our church was packed like that. Well, you know what it's going to take? It's going to take the church opening their door up to those same kind of outside-the-box hippies that they did in the 70s. Now, I'm not saying open up your churches to the transgenders and let them know that that's okay. There's a difference there. That's a little bit of a difference, right? Uh, Today is my daughter Haley's birthday. Can she get a shout-out, said Jessica. Well, we'll do better than a shout-out. We'll sing happy birthday to Haley. Ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Haley. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Haley. Jeremy, I can't, I'm not seeing the show on my LFA app. 
I came directly to Rumble. Well, we'd rather have you at Rumble anyway. We'd rather have you on Rumble anyway. Thank you very much. Okay, so she needs a special electric wheelchair, Eli. She doesn't need the regular, okay? She needs a special electric wheelchair. Okay, uh, and Hurler, we're going to be emailing you. We need to know how much one of the, the ones that you need costs so we can work on uh, trying to get that for you, okay? Thank you very much for answering. Happy birthday, Haley. Amen. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. We're 15 minutes past the hour. My hair is an absolute train wreck. <laughs> All right, Lord and Heavenly Father, what a blessing, what grace, what mercy you show us every day. Everything good that happens in our lives comes from you. And all glory for, those, for that thankfulness and the things that you've done for us goes back to you. Lord, we thank you for the very breath in our lungs. And today, Lord, we've titled the, the Godcast, Don't Let Your Grudges Go to the Judges. Grudges and Judges. Lord, we know that in the Bible you tell us to settle disputes among each other among ourselves, and not have to take it to the judges. That if anybody has a problem with us or we have a problem with anybody else, if we're holding any harboring uh, hatred in our hearts, if we're harboring any hatred towards somebody in our hearts, Lord, we ask that you soften our hearts today and allow us to make amends before it goes to the judges. You've given us the ability to reconcile and love our brothers and sisters. So, Lord, give us the, the courage to do that today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So like I said, folks, I titled today's show, Don't Let Grudges Go to the Judges, right? Grudges and judges, what does that mean? Well, you've heard me say many times that holding a grudge against somebody else and hoping that something bad happens to them or hoping that justice is administered to them, kind of like we do on LFA, right? With the left wing, with the Democrats, with the corruption, with all of that. It's kind of like eating a poison pill and hoping that it hurts the person that you're directing it at. And really, that poison pill is just going to go down into your body. You're going to ingest it and digest it, and it's going to hurt you in the long run. So we can't let our grudges go to the judges. Now, I understand that there's people out there that you say you just can't forgive. And I know that there's people out there that says, well, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. And all that is well and dandy. Well, the forgive or never forget is is all well and dandy. The not forgiving part, that's got to go by the wayside immediately because you're not hurting that other person. You're only hurting yourself. You really are. And Kara Moore just says, wow, this is crazy. My sister is holding a grudge against me and I've been struggling with this for months. I have a text drafted to her but did not send. What do you think you need to do today, Kara Moore? What do you think that you need to do today? You've got it drafted. Check it twice like Santa Claus. Make sure it's something that you want to send. And send it. And send it. And if you have to apologize for anything, apologize. Even if you are not in the wrong, if all that person needs to hear you say is, I apologize, you don't have to apologize for the specific thing. How about this? I apologize for whatever I've done that caused you hatred or dislike or discomfort. And I never meant to do anything. And while I may not even know what I did, I apologize. Because my love for you and your love for me and our relationship mending is far more important 
than our relationship continuing to break. You've got to do this today. Now, I'm not holding any grudges against anybody outside of like people like Joe Biden and Barack Obama. But there's nobody in my immediate life that I am holding a grudge against that I need to call and say I'm sorry to. And there's nobody that's holding a grudge against me that I know of. Because if I did know, then I would call to them and I would apologize. Finally seen the 5 o'clock show late last night. There was no sound problems and no freeze. Well, I'm glad you finally got it. I'm glad you finally got it. But you don't have to wait that long to get shows. You don't. And I've showed this many times, and I'll show it one more time here on... on uh, um, so if you go to... If you're having a problem finding any video whatsoever, and it's after the fact that it's live, and you can't go to LFA TV and have it direct you right to the live video then what you need to do is you need to go to rumble.com, go to LFA TV. This is our homepage where you see all of our videos. And all you have to do is come over here to the date side and just click one of these dates if you're still having a problem finding it. If you click today, last week, last month, last year, all time, then one of those will pop up whatever video you're looking for. So you don't have to wait that long, okay? So getting back to the grudges, I don't know anybody in my life that I have to call and make amends to. And if somebody tells me that I do, if somebody tells me there is uh, that they are holding a grudge against me and I didn't apologize, just tell me what to tell me who to call and I'll call you. Tell me the number and I'll call you. Majorva says, what should I do? His wife and him started screaming at me and I am having a hard time letting it go. Let it go. What would Jesus do? I mean, Jesus didn't even harbor any hatred towards the people that were actively piercing his skin and killing him. So how are we to harbor any feelings towards anybody by something that's happened in the past? Do you have a time machine? I don't. If you do, please give it to me because there's some things I'd like to go back and redo. (laughs) You know what I mean? CQ said, Leviticus 19.18, you shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love thy neighbor and yourself. I am the Lord. That seems like a pretty definitive statement to me by God. So what you're doing by holding those, harboring those uh, feelings or holding those grudges, the only thing that you're doing is you're hurting you, yourself, you're, hold, you're hurting God, you're hurting Jesus, and you're also hurting the person that you have a grudge against. So no good can come out of it. And the only thing that it satisfies is your pride. But it doesn't even really satisfy that. It's like a temporary fix. It's like a cigarette to somebody who's trying to quit. It's like a shot in the arm to the junkie who's trying to get rid of heroin. It's a temporary fix to, f- to fulfill and feed that pride, to fuel that pride with that fire of grudges and hatred. That's all it's doing. I mean, in the end, let's look at it from an overview, right? This person did me wrong. They borrowed money from me and never gave it back. Well, the Bible says, what? Give those, uh, forgive those debts. Forgive those debts. If that person is doing worse than you and you're doing better off than that person and you ain't, you ended up giving that person a hundred dollars and they never paid you back and you guys aren't talking about to each other because they didn't give you that hundred back, but they're still living in squalor and you're still paying your bills. Whose fault is it? Whose fault is it that that grudge is there? The fault is of the lender, not of the, uh, of the lendee. You know what I mean? 
There's a lot of things that we can rise above. And I tell myself this every day. And every time that I feel like I'm holding or harboring any kind of feelings towards somebody, I do reach out and I let them know because for years I didn't. For years I didn't. And I just ate me up. The guilty conscience in me just ate me up. And then what happens when you see that person in public? Because you will run into them. Katie says, I hate when you accidentally hurt someone by something you said and they take it wrong. Story of my life. Story of my life. How many times do I say things right here on air, whether it be on Rise Up or whether it be on Live from America, that ends up offending somebody? And I said it, my delivery was wrong. The meaning behind it did not, maybe somebody took it the wrong way. The other thing is texting. How do you, how do you know somebody's demeanor through text? You text somebody something, maybe it's because you're in a hurry and you text something quick, a short answer. They take it the wrong way and all of a sudden they stop talking to you and you realize you haven't talked to that person in the last couple weeks and you reach out to them and they ignore you and all because they took it the wrong way. Now, whose fault is that? Is that the fault of the sender or the, or, or the receiver? Well, that's the fault of the receiver because they didn't make a definitive statement back saying, what did you mean by that? Because I took that as this. Is that what you meant it by? Too many people are so proud. Too many people have egos that they want to feed and they want to fuel that ego and they want to fuel that, that pride by saying, oh, I'm better than you. I don't deserve that. You shouldn't have talked like that to me. How dare you? Miscommunication. That is why you hear the phrase communication is key. Communication is key because how do you know? How do you know if you've done something wrong if somebody doesn't tell you? How do you know? How do you know if that person meant what they said when they said it if you don't come back to them and say, whoa, 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 I'm taking that as disrespect. Is that the way you meant it? But we as humans, we don't do that. Why is that? Why is that? You know how many people no longer watch Live from America or Rise Up because of something I said one day? I've watched you for years. And what you said today, I just can't get over. And I think to myself, really? Then you haven't been watching me for years. Because if you've been watching me for years, you'd have been through the thick and the thin of things that I shouldn't have said every time I opened my mouth. So either you're lying and you've not been watching me for years or or you're having a bad day and something came out of my mouth and you're taking it out on me rather than just confronting me and saying, did you really mean that when you said it that way? Now, I know there's things that I do that I shouldn't do sometimes. Like when I go, oh, you're not going to watch anymore? Bye-bye. You don't have to announce your departure. Just leave. This isn't an airport. I shouldn't do those things. I shouldn't do those things. And I always come back and I say, I'm sorry. But guess what? That person is no longer here for me to say I'm sorry too. So you, you, you see, folks, I mean, we're only human, okay? The only person that never made mistakes was Jesus. We're all going to make mistakes. That's why we need Jesus. Barbara Peters said, Jeremy, that's what happened to me. She won't tell me what I did, and I can't figure it out. Hasn't spoken to me for many years, except when I had cancer. Barbara, reach out to her today and apologize. Reach out to her today and say, I'm sorry. Whether you did something wrong or not, that's what you want to do is mend the relationship. And if you've got to say something that you don't want to say, if you've got to say something that maybe not even justify you saying it, say it anyway. Say it anyway. If those little few words, maybe they just told, maybe 
they just hold you to a different standard now, Jeremy, than before. You're probably right. That might be true, too. I didn't even think of that. Maybe they're holding to a different standard. You might be right. Maybe now I can't get away with what I once did because I know better. That's a good point, too. And, and, maybe, and, and while I didn't think of it that way, I did think of the, the, uh, the outcome of that is which I shouldn't have done it. Regardless, I shouldn't have done it. Barbara, that's good. She said, I'll try again. Just apologize, okay? And sometimes apologies don't work, but you know what? Sometimes spreading seeds of the gospel don't come to fruition for years. CQ says, I don't agree with everything you say, Jeremy, but I'll never stop watching your show. I'm here for God and the truth. Well, thank you very much. Hey, we're not always, always, we're not always supposed to agree. If we did, then we, were ro- then we are robots. But what we have to do is we have to look at our disagreements and we have to go, wow, our disagreements are this and our agreements are this, which really matters. And you want to know the funny thing about that is, is the same thing can be said for Democrats and Republicans. Now, I'm not talking about radical left wing or radical right wing. I'm talking about common sense Democrats and common sense Republicans. Both still exist. Our similarities are this and our differences are this. And we let that come between us. And why? Pride. And we all have it. Hey, everybody, Kara Moore sent the message. How long have you been waiting to do that? I'm so proud of you. Now, you may not get the response that you deserve or that you're looking for. And if you don't get the response that you deserve or the response that you're looking for, don't get more of a grudge or don't separate yourself further from that person. Because you have to understand that person that you just sent that to is not expecting that. They're not even thinking of it. It may not even be in the realm of their thought process or it may be on the front of their minds. And maybe God used his God cast today to mend a relationship that neither of you knew would happen today. That's how God works. Juphoff says, I love LFA and I agree with probably 98% of what you say. I only agree with 98%. I don't always say what I mean. Amen. Amen. Busted break uh, beak said, Jeremy, I left when you were slamming folks for the poke. I forgave and I'm back. Love you, brother. I'm not sure what that meant. Oh, for the jab. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. And I'm sure I chase a lot of people away by things I say. But I'm glad you're back. Uh, Majorva says, I don't understand when you apologize and ask forgiveness from a family member. My foster mom hasn't talked to me in over a year. Please pray for the both of us. I miss talking to her daily. Then talk to her daily. Talk to her daily. Godchick says, Jeremy, there is one word that you use all the time that hurts my ears, but I love you, and I know your intentions are good, and I know you speak truth. I keep coming back for more. I see your growth, all your growth. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Caramore, open the door and see how they respond. Yes. Now, getting back to the, I, want, I miss talking to them every day, then talk to them every day. Send them a text message every day until they block you. Have a feeling they won't. I have a feeling they will not block you. Caramore said five months. Diane said, Jeremy, I don't like some of your language, and I told you so, but I'm still here and still praying for you. Thank you very much. I need it. I need it. Trust me. I know I need it. 
I miss my sister, said Kara Moore. I understand that. I understand that. So when I say talk to them every day, send them a text message every day. Good morning. I'm praying for our relationship to mend. If I did anything to harm you or wrong you, I'm sorry. I love you. You mean to tell me that if you send that message every day, somebody's going to reject you? I don't think so. I don't think so. LVC1 said, Jeremy, we know where your heart is. None of us express ourselves in the same way. Sometimes I express myself in an ungodly manner. So do I. Every day. Every single day. Every single day. Majorva said she has blocked me and changed her number. No way of contacting her. Do you know where she lives? Do you know where she lives? Nothing should stop you from mending a relationship that you want mended. Nothing. Has she blocked you on Facebook? Maybe Messenger? Has she blocked you by email? Maybe email? Do you know where she lives? Knock on her door. You have to show that you as a Christian are bringing the light to them. Bringing the light back to your relationship. Dimple said we all fall short and we always will. And we always will. Amanda said, send a letter by mail. There you go. Old school. Back to basics. Sometimes we need to go back to basics. Sometimes we do. C. Manizek said she, she said she loves God, but as a liberal. That's okay. Liberals, there are still liberal Christians, you know. There are. Maybe they've lost their way. Maybe, I lose my way every day. Marky said, this younger generation doesn't understand. One day to them is like a year to me. You can never get that time back. Now, Mar- Mayor Bear says, this show is hurting my heart. My family is a mess. So is mine. So is mine. Lil Bud says, I don't see you on the leaderboard on Rumble. Can't get LFA TV live feed. Watching on Telegram. What's wrong with Rumble? You don't have to watch on Telegram. Go to LFATV.us. It'll pop up. Would you like to watch live? You say yes, and you go right to our page. Or go to rumble.com and type in the search bar, LFATV, and it'll pop up. Okay? Bad Moon said, we just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder what it says. Right? Remember those days? I do. Jeremy, how's your sister doing? Not so well. Not so well. But I did make the right move by not talking about that, uh, her business that day. Uh, But we will talk about it soon. My daughter quit talking to me, but I just pray for her heart, says L. Jand K. Why did she stop talking to you? Why did she stop? Go back to the source of what happened. And then address that with them. And like I said, other than... Outside of them not being on planet Earth, there's no excuse for us not to go to them. Rumble app has changed, and I love it. I know the Rumble app. I would update your apps, everybody, because the Rumble mobile app and the TV app have both updated, and they're wonderful. It is so hard to be nice to people that hurt you. It is. But it's also so easy as well, meaning that once you do it, you go, wow, what was I waiting for? What was I waiting for? 
Karen says, I love you, Jeremy. You are awesome. So are you, Karen. I love you too. So again, don't let grudges go to the judges. I'm going to do something different today. Okay? I'm going to do something different today. I'm going to go and read from the verse of the day now rather than at the end of the show because I think it's needed. I think it's needed. I'm going to read the whole thing. It's quite lengthy, so please bear with me, okay? Bring up the, uh, I'm going to bring up the Rumble chat in front of me up here on the screen, on the big screen, so I can see your, uh, uh, so I can see your comments as I'm reading. Again, don't, let, don't leave grudges to the judges. This is an important one. You ready? I said, hello and good morning. Today is Thursday, and the world has not ended. That's good. The country has not fallen, and the rapture has not happened. What does that mean? That means you still have responsibilities and obligations to fulfill. God didn't make you by mistake, and it wasn't by chance that you were chose to come to earth. Find out today what your purpose is. Call God by dropping to your knees, looking up, hands raised, and then bow your head and talk to God. And I promise if you do this whenever you need him, he will be there. He will be there. And think about the grudges that are happening right now. Think about the grudges that people are holding against you. And think about the grudges that you're holding against people. And when you do that, folks, when you do that, hold grudges, and that person dies, you don't get a chance to say you're sorry. And they don't get a chance to say they're sorry to you. If they're alive, it's not too late. If they're alive, it's not too late. Verses of the day today are going to come from Matthew 5, 21 through 26. So please grab your Bibles, go right to the New Testament, go to Matthew, go to chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5, and then go to verse 21, and we'll read through 26. Matthew 5, 21 through 26. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder. And whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to counsel. And whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you're offering your gift at the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go up. I want to stop right there. Now this is when Jesus says, if you're offering a gift at the altar and then you remember that your brother has something against you, leave it there before the altar and go. That means before you're even praying to God, if you wake up in the morning and you're giving thanks to God and you're praying to God like we do every morning, or you're going to bed and you're giving thanks to God for the day and you're praying and you're giving him all the glory and you know that there are people out there that are against you or you're against them, God wants you to stop what you're doing immediately. Don't come to me. Don't come to me in prayer knowing that this is going on without addressing it. God wants you to stop. Jesus said stop and go address it. Then come back to me. That's what he means by that. He follows it with saying, first, be reconciled to your brother. Who does that mean? 
Doesn't mean your brother that your mother gave birth to. It means your brother and sister in Christ. Human beings. People in your life. First be reconciled to your brother. And then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser. While you are going to him to court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge. And the judge to the guard. And you to be put in a prison. Truly I say to you. You will never get out. Until you have paid the last penny. Now he's speaking in parable. He's speaking in analogy and metaphors. And that goes double if you have something against somebody else. Not if they just have something to you. Now here's what I wrote about it. Grudges are hard to let go. Easy to come though, aren't they? There's an old saying in mixed martial arts. If anybody out there is an MMA fan, I know there's not many of you that are. I'm a huge MMA fan. But there's an old saying in mixed martial arts that Dana White is famous for saying. Does anybody know what it is? Don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Now, I know that's an analogy, and I'm speaking in mixed martial arts language here, in boxing languages, but don't leave it in the hands of the judges, meaning don't wait for somebody else to settle the score or pass the judgment on the match the way they see fit. Instead, Handle your business as a man or a woman and finish what you started. Leave no room for excuse. Leave no room for someone else to make judgment on what you have done. Do what you need to do in the eyes of the Lord. So if you have to swallow some pride and say you're sorry, even though that you don't need to say you're sorry, you're not saying sorry for the initial cause that these people think you did something to them. You're saying sorry because you are divided and you want to reconcile. You're saying sorry that they're hurt. Caramore said she responded. She was very upset that we haven't spoken and loves me too. Look at that. Thank you, God. <laughs> Miracles happen every day, don't they? <laughs> That's great news. That is absolutely the best news I've heard all week. I'll bet you that they didn't expect that to happen today. I didn't expect that to happen today either. Wow. I didn't expect to be brought to tears over it either. (laughs) But that is because we are so thankful to God, folks. It's because we are so thankful to God when he does something great. That's the mark of a true Christian. 
S. Rose says, my son has not spoken to me in four years. He has mental issues and blames me for everything. Then tell him you're sorry, even if you're not to blame, you know? Sometimes we need to rise up, right? Sherry says, yes, my sister and I were at odds for years. She ended up with lung cancer. God healed our relationship before she passed away in 2019. I'm so grateful. Amanda says, now ask her to join and watch Rise Up, and you guys can watch it together. Amen. Later says, I'm not crying. You're crying. Shelly says, Jeremy, you have a great heart. Hugs. Thank you, Shelly. So do you. I'm just blown away right now. I'm absolutely blown away right now. And this is the power of this show. Sometimes you've just got to rise up above, right? Mend the relationship. Mending the relationship is far more important than who did what when they did it. Man. Man, am I happy right now. Kara Moore says, I love you guys. God is good. Amazing. I feel so, I I feel like I don't even want to do the rest of the show now. I feel like just running out in the street and just telling the people about the greatness of God today after seeing that. Five months, you said this has been? Five months. And because of God this morning, you healed your relationship with your sister. And do you want to know what's even crazier than all that, folks? We haven't even opened up a book yet. <laughs> we haven't even, op- Eli, we haven't even opened up a book and started reading scripture devotionals yet. And we're already mending relationships through the power of God. Isn't that amazing? Haven't even opened a book. You want to know why? Because God says where there are two or more gathered in his name, that's where he dwells. <laughs> LVC says, you know, as tough as Jeremy is, he sure has a soft heart. And that tells me no matter how he lived, he's always had a great heart. Wow. That is true. I am like a soft serve ice cream. I can tell you that. The tears just keep flowing. <laughs> God's, cod, God's podcast just showed how powerful it is. Diane, you are not kidding. You are not kidding. Wow. Episode 101. We'll never forget it, will we? Episode 101. Let me go back and read what, I, <laughs> what I, I was reading before I saw that and was completely sidetracked by that. I'm just so incredibly happy right now. Joy. Joy is what I'm experiencing right now. All right, let me dry my eyes here and let me, uh, wow. <laughs> let me refocus here. I can't even see. <laughs> this is better than a Hallmark channel. You're dang right it is. You're dang right it is. Um, All right. Leave no room for excuse. Leave no room for someone else to make judgment on what you've done. Do what you need to do in the eyes of the Lord. If you have a dispute or a a grudge against someone, or if you know someone has a grudge against you, you should immediately address it. Much like the gossip that we talked about yesterday. If you don't address the problems that others have against you, or the issues that you have against them, then you will never know peace. It will always be in the back of your mind, and you will make yourself ignore or forget it. And then the next time you see that person in public, it will be uncomfortable. 
and you will be right back where you started. Reconcile your differences today. Relieve that stress from your life. And if you are the one that needs to apologize to someone else, then do that today. Give it to God. Lord, ladies and gentlemen, I would rather when I see that person in public that I had a grudge against or that had a grudge against me, instead of looking at that person and feeling anger and building a bigger wall in between the two of us, I would much rather see that person and feel joy in my heart and run up and give them a hug. How about you? Wouldn't you rather see that person and not feel uncomfortable, but feel comfort and joy and peace and run up and give them a hug and say, it's good to see you. How are you? Rather than seeing that person, trying not to let them see you, trying not to uh, exchange eye contact so that you're obligated to acknowledge each other. That is the most uncomfortable feeling on planet Earth. And I know every one of you know what it feels like. What if the problem is that you are a Christian? Well, then I would pray to God that God gives you the wisdom to figure out how to break down that wall of division. I don't know. That's a hard question. I don't know. But, you, but God knows. LVC1 says, this has been a great show. I really try to live right every day, and I know I fall short. Praise God. Forgive me. What if you reach out and they don't respond? Then don't stop trying until they do. Then don't stop trying until they do. Snail mail, phone calls, email, knocking on their door, going to their work. Trust me, there's very few people out there that will still tell you, I hate you if you're telling them that you love them. Very few people. And they might tell you right then and there. And that's okay. You've done what you needed to do. Wait. Trust me. That seed will grow. That seed will grow. David said, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this show. Love this topic. It humbles me, said CQ. Well, it humbled me this morning as well. It humbled me this morning when God told me to to do this. I want to read from uh, page 110, okay? Before we get too far into this and we have to end the show, page 110, okay, from uh, One Minute Prayer for Dads. And this is from Ephesians 4.25, okay? And it's called Members of One Another. Boy, we really are, aren't we? Members of One Another. Having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Ephesians 4. 25, think, think of your family as a small segment of the greater church of God. You are all members of Christ's body and members of your smaller family. As such, you are members of one another. That means love and respect for one another. It means unity. Even amid the normal family disagreements that arise from time to time, those spats can never sever the family tie. Caramore knows that now today. Lord, just like your church, so is our family, members of one another. I need my family and they need me. None of us is a spare tire. We are all essential to call our calling as a family. God, may each member learn to love the other member more fully. May each speak the truth of love to one another and honor one another and thus honor you as the designer and the sustainer of all families. That is true. 
That is true. You need your family and your family needs you, even if they don't think they need you. Caramore's sister said she was angry that they have not talked. Five months they have not talked. Five months. 150 days they have not spoken. And it hurt the both of them. And they needed each other. And for some reason, pride, the devil, caused the division and didn't let them reconcile. And now they're going to reconcile. It's going to be a great thing to see. I hope the same thing for Barbara Peters. I hope the same thing for all of you. God does miracles. Kara Moore says, I almost wasn't here this morning. So when people say, where are God's miracles now? Uh, did we not just experience one of God's miracles? Did we not? I did. I just experienced a miracle. How about you? How about you? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I wanna, uh, we got eight minutes left, and I need to talk about our sponsor, a sponsor that not only, not only gives money to this show so that we can take that money and further the kingdom of heaven by donating it to a Christian school so that that Christian school can continue to teach the word of God through generations. But folks, we're all trying to spread the truth and gospel together. Here's just some of the publications that you get absolutely free when you sign up for The Trumpet Daily. TheTrumpet.com or TrumpetDaily.com. You can get there either way. They own both of those domains. But this is just some of the publications that you get. Seals of Jeremiah's captors discovered. I mean, these are great, these are great reads that you don't read always inside the Bible. Look at this, America Under Attack. How many of you got this book for free? Just by, sign, just by signing up and following and watching their show. Look at these publications. I mean, you get this stuff for free in the mail. I mean, talk about an added value. And all you have to do, folks, is go to thetrumpet.com or trumpetdaily.com. And there you go. Stephen Flurry, trumpetdaily.com, tomorrow's news today. And they will be having a show starting on LFA TV on Saturday days. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, I am in talk with many people about Saturday shows. We are about to open up LFA TV to seven days a week, and I could not be more proud and happy for that fact. I could not be more happy. Caramore said, we used to talk every day, two to three times a day. So you're talking every day, two times a day. That's 10 times, easily 10 to 14 times a week. From 10 to 14 times a week to zero. That's got to hurt. That's got to hurt. I want to thank Trumpet Daily for blowing that trumpet here daily. And since I'm not reading the verse of the day, since I already read it this morning, let's go back and read from Forgiveness, the Bible promise book for mornings and evenings. Is it time to forgive? Is it time to let go? Am I speaking to you today? Have you been watching but not been commenting? Are you one of the people that are silently watching? Maybe you don't have a profile. Maybe you can't comment. And this is speaking to you. Listen very closely. Listen. Luke 11.4. All forgive and forgive us of our sins. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. How about Matthew 6.14-15? Huh? Didn't we just read? 
For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your heavenly Father will not forgive you of yours. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus encouraged his listeners to forgive offenders. But he didn't mention whether the offenders sought forgiveness or not. Jesus was only concerned about believers' obligations. Are you a believer of Christ? Are you a brother and sister of Christ? Are you a child of God? Well, then you must be the one to take the first step. That's what he's saying. That's your forgive. That's your obligation. That is your duty. That is your responsibility. It is you who are called to bring light to the world, not anybody else. It is you. We forgive because we are forgiven. Lord, how often I ask you for forgiveness and how readily you give it. May I never take for granted the gift of your forgiveness. Now, the evening version of this from Mark eleven twenty five, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you. And from Galatians five thirteen, For you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. I think we could all take a little lesson from this today, myself included. So I want to thank you for being here today. I'm going to take you out the same way I brought you in, and that's with some beautiful music. You've already won from Shane and Shane. We've got Sean Farish and Ungoverned coming up next. I love each and every one of you. Ethan's just said I just signed up for the Trumpet Daily. Awesome. Oh, we need to take this, uh, take this song back. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I love you. Sean Farish coming up next. LFA continues all day, every day. God bless you for being here. Please, 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 if you don't watch the other shows on LFA, do me the kind favor. At the end of the day, take five minutes of your time and just go to each and every show. Pop in, press play so, you, so we, get that, we get that view because the views help the algorithm push the show out to more people. But more importantly, rumble every video. Help LFA stay on top. God bless you all. Forgive each other. Kara Moore, thank you for showing us a miracle today. I love you, and I'll see you at 11 o'clock. And I might just see you in Sean Farish's comments. God bless again, guys. Have a great morning. See you later.
Your spirit is my help. You'll feel.